Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone and welcome uh, to another episode of the Experts Podcast. My name's Nick Hayes. Hi, I'm Carmen Braidwood. Hello, Carms. It's, uh, oh, look, it's this time of the year when you have a bit of a look back. Yeah. Have a bit of a look back and go, you know what, I, I, still, I still recall, I still recall when I gave you the call to say, hey, Carms, <laughs> how do you feel about Coming and joining us on the Experts Podcast, and you did off, I reckon, one of the best reels I have ever, ever seen, and I think, I'm just going back and looking at it going, that was amazing. Oh, I might need to post a little retrospective of that to coincide with today then. Let's post that up, because it was just a ripper, and you know, the humour, the the, the presentation, and the way that you went about it, because you coached me through it, to what I needed to do from my end, and it was like... Is this how easy this stuff is? It really can be so easy. And collaborations, <laughs> you know, right now I'm working with this amazing reels coach uh, who I'm teaming up with to teach my clients about how easy these reels can be. And we've collaborated to make some really highly engaging content in reels on Instagram. Can you believe yeah. we've already done 42 episodes? Have we? In one single year. In one single year. So, wow. in, in fact, it'll, by the end of the year, I think, well, actually – Maybe make that forty six, forty seven, because yeah. by the time this goes to air, yeah, uh, it's been amazing. But what I th- I love doing this is mm-hmm. is going back and having a look at some of the podcasts we did over the year. Yeah, a little retrospective, a little bit of retrospective, but also give a few teasers to to people because they might want to go back either have a re listen or if they missed it to to come back and have a yeah, look. A bit and, of summer listening for you. Yeah, and I look, I, I've got to start my one. My first one I want to kick off with was with Ashley Jade. Uh, Ashley Jade, in the very, very early days, uh, a chance to sit down with that social media, that expert, I should say, influencer, um, just full of life and yeah. bubbles. I just went, you know, this is a very smart businesswoman. She really is. Now, I'll tell you something. The first time I ever met Ashley, I was sent up to Carnarvon, Western Australia, which if you're on the East Coast is a very short flight, but a nine-hour drive from Perth. Yep. And I I couldn't miss Ashley. I had I actually didn't know who she was yet, you know, believe it or not. Yep. But um, you can't miss her. She's vivacious. She's very beautiful. She's almost your typical influencer. But when you start to talk to Ashley, and it's, it's awful, isn't it, that that typical influencer kind of carries a bit of negative stigma. When you start to talk to Ashley, you realise that any preconceptions you've had are wrong. She's deeply strategic. She's really thoughtful. She's super kind and she's smart as a whip and she really can uh, create wonderful content that leverages brands. And now she's teaching other influencers to do the same thing. And, you know, we love our schoolwork here at Mm. uh, the Experts Podcast. We love getting into the classroom. And you're right, she does do her own teach. She teaches other influencers how to work with it. Um, She's very uh, capable with her uh, product, with the content that she's producing. She even has a husband that is a photographer and a videographer with her. They make a hugely high quality standard of content, don't they? And the reels and the the pieces of content that they do for brands – 
are through the roof, and you can understand why she's so successful. I, look, I love meeting Ashley. I've, I've known her for a little while beforehand, and I love what she does. But what I really loved about that podcast was getting the inner workings and mm. the understanding of what it takes to be an influencer. Yeah. And I think everyone thinks it's just champagne and giggles. No. No, it is really tough work, and she does it so beautifully. She so, really does. And if you've got any reservations about putting yourself out there as the person behind your brand, you need to see how Ashley does it and take inspiration from expressions like, not my circus, not my monkeys. Yes, that was so true. What what, what caught your eye over the year? Was there, was there anything there that I'm... Uh, yeah, I'll go right back to the beginning of the year as well. I know who you're going to go You know with. who I'm going to go with, yeah, don't you? Will yeah. Schofield. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, ex-West Coast Eagle, <laughs> Premiership player. Uh, you want to listen to this interview for a couple of reasons. One, the really surprising fact that Will is an amazing digital marketer. He's yes. had a marketing company and he's created money and income for himself out of that. He's now making incredible content in the podcasting space and he's doing regular radio gigs here in Western Australia and regular television across the country. So you get all those insights. Uh, you also get the insight that Will did not remember the time that I thought was one of the most memorable times I ever put him on radio, which was in the moments and hours after the AFL Grand Final win of 2018. Yeah. I had um, Adam Papalia hand him the phone at the yeah. airport in the Virgin Lounge in Melbourne, and I was only listening to the interview again the other day. He doesn't remember it. Yep. You would have had might have, might have had a few froffies between the win of the you grand reckon? final and the and the morning and not much sleep. <laughs> not much sleep. It, it was so funny to for me to sort of share. <laughs> yeah, like, he wow, was in, he Will. was in deep shock, wasn't he? he, he was, was in I thought deep he was shock. faking. No, Do you think it's real? No, I've, I was sitting right next to him. He was he was even worried about what you were about to say. Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't was that deeply bad. concerned. Mm, so yeah, good point. I loved Will. You're right as a digital marketer, as a business person as well, but also to you know you hear a lot of negativity for from footballers or mm. even you know high end um, sports people. I love his podcast. I'm actually a fan of his podcast that Back he chat? produces. Yeah. yeah, and it's just one of those things because he can dive deeper in as someone that's worked within that high end uh, sports field oh, yeah. where he can connect with the person that he's engaging with and connect. Uh, in interviewing at another level, more so than what any of us can do. They're another kind of person, aren't they? The the elite athlete who we tend to make assumptions about that are unfair. When you actually deep dive, you understand that in order for this person to have done as well as they have, they're not silly. They're not silly people. Don't go assuming that they're party animals and buff heads. They're in fact really smart people. One of my other favourites that we did this year was uh, a sports broadcaster. Um, he's actually a bit of a hero of mine. I don't actually say that to him in front of his face because <laughs> he's actually he knows that and uh, he, he plays on it a bit. Glenn Mitchell, yeah. uh, former ABC broadcaster, now Curtain Breakfast Radio. Um, I think he's probably one of the most iconic uh, sports broadcasters that this country's ever produced, and he'll 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 you know he'll duck and dive from me saying that because it's uh, you know he'll he'll talk about Wally Foreman, he'll talk about some of the others, the, the great you know uh, McAvaney, Bruce. Uh, it's just the he is and always has been to me been that great cricket uh, Olympics Commonwealth Games broadcaster that creates and builds with those words on radio mm. uh, as if you're actually sitting right there. He's a wordsmith. He is. He's he brilliant. He does it well. And we did play a little bit of fun with him because it's the the, the knick-knack paddywhack give the frog alone uh, joke. joke that yeah. was uh, said while he was broadcasting with um, 
Uh, I would say, look, if, if you're ever known for, you, you said you've done, what do you say? You said done 30 years of uh, radio and all yeah. I'm known for is that frog joke. And it's like uh, with Skull who uh, who delivered that beautifully. If you haven't heard the frog joke, go and have a listen to it. But he, he carried himself beautifully with that because he was yeah. the straight man. He, he, he saw that, his role in that. But it's such a memorable moment in media. Oh, definitely. And, 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 and across the ages, in sport as well. Yeah. And he, he has some wonderful reflections on the really exciting uh, angle and insight that he's been able to achieve through watching sport and through his career. So you get that as well. He had some really cool stories to share. Really cool stories to share. And also to some stories that he's been battling with himself. And yeah. uh, it was he got really deep and personal with it. So go back, have a listen to Glenn Mitchell. He is a superstar in my eyes and uh, and so giving. It was, it was beautiful. Okay, another one of my favourites is Australia's Top Gun, Christian Boo Bacusis. Oh, the boo, the boo. Look, you, yeah, tell me why. Uh, this guy is a former uh, aviation. What are they called? Aviator. Him? Aviator. He's an aviator. Yep. Well, what are the, the fighter pilot, fighter just pilot. like Top Gun, right? Yep. And so, if you want a case study for how to see the story over the horizon <laughs> and how you fit into it, this is it, right? Boo executed, and he now speaks about high performance, right? So he's a speaker, he's an educator, he's a trainer, um, and he knew that the the relaunch of Top Gun Maverick in Australia after the pandemic was going to be his moment. He yep. knew that he would get press through that because he's Australia's top gun. He's actually flown these fighter jets. He he wore the suit. He knows how to do it. He, he was the whole thing, wasn't he? He was the pictures. Yep. He was the story. He was the expert talent. He he executed that week brilliantly. Like how many right, interviews he did, did he get? Well, the, the two ones, I think he broke a record in the fact that he appeared on Seven Sunrise. He took Mark Beretta up in a, in a flight and mm-hmm. did some very good flying and, and some great media there with Sunrise. Yeah. And then uh, only 48 hours was on with uh, with Carl on to the Today Show and they got along like a house on fire. Two cheeky monkeys sitting yeah. on, the, on the couch just having a crack up and a laugh because that's the, the, they had a real nice connection there. Yeah, but the reason TV gold. Well, it is TV gold, but it's the reason it broke records is that it's very rare that Sunrise and Today would actually follow the same story. Unless you I think we even mentioned it during the the podcast is um, unless you're sort of Elton John mm. or uh a or Paul unless McCartney. you were Tom Cruise himself yeah. doing the press tour. You're not going to get Sunrise no. and Today's show together or as an expert or a commentator in your space because they definitely don't like following each other's stories. No. But that was such a big moment, the the launch of Top Gun uh, Maverick, the, the the film coming out after 30-odd years. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you're right. He knew his moment. And I tell you what, if he couldn't get mom, uh, media that week or that particular fortnight, there'd be something wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's there, a really good point. Something very yeah. wrong. And, you know, he really artfully put the week aside, made sure he was available. He was there. He showed up. He's amplified the content beautifully. If you want to listen to our podcast, you'll get a taste of it. You can also find him on LinkedIn and see what he's doing to continue to leverage that. You know, that that's a pretty cool example of how to build your personal brand through media appearances and social media content. Newsjacking. Love mm. it at its best. And uh, you won't get any better than uh, Christian Boo Bacusis. Hey, uh, one of your friends uh, that you brought in here, uh, Calms, uh, Louise Percy. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't she wonderful? Well, I just I I didn't know whether to bow or to to curtsy or to do whatever. I, I just, wore a fancy dress. You did wear fancy. Well, more than usual, I, I suppose. I loved Louise's stories, her backstory for where she's come from, that where she worked within the political parties um, as a as a political um, uh, advisor and to some of the great brands and the great names of the past, so the yeah. Bob Hawks, the Frasers, she's been in these big offices. In Australian politics over decades, she's then spun off and created a business around protocol, educating uh, all the, you know, the internationals, the visitors, uh, if you're going to be dealing with the royal family, what's the protocol you need to observe? And then it's kind of gone into this beautiful very, very quaint and, and elegant um, etiquette service as well. Yeah. And so etiquette stories are always of great interest to the press they as are. well. Oh, media loves it because I think I, I think even during that podcast, I sort of said to, to Louise, have we just become rude? Are we just getting ruder as the generations get older? And I think, you know, generations have different uh, uh, standards and views and how they deal and work with things. But mm. what was really wonderful to hear from Louise is that the very basics – are still there. And if you can do those and do those well, then um, you're going to be uh, a very attractive candidate or an attractive person to, to any job or position just from basic common sense and also to behaviour that uh, – respectful behaviour. It's, yeah. it's so easy to do, but it's amazing how few people do it. Yeah, and if you're talking about a retrospective of the year, we happened to speak to Louise at the time of the federal election, That's I right. want to say, and she did give us some really great insights into what she might have advised for the press conferences had yeah. she have been managing them as she did back in the day uh, with those previous Prime Ministers. Yeah, amazing, and just the history behind it. So if you get a chance, get back and have a listen to Louise Percy because you know what? Good manners are going to get you far. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and if we're going to go to my friends, then I want to go to Ashley Goodchild yeah. as well. Oh. Ash has created a whole new level of expertise from the point of view of a property manager. You know, for a long time we've viewed property managers as that nasty pasty old bitch who didn't let me out of my, maybe this is just me, let me out of my <laughs> lease until I'd had the windows cleaned properly and did, did their attention to details just way too much and it's not realistic, you know. Unfortunately, there's this negative kind of persona around a property manager and it's not a sexy industry. Yeah. And Ashley has done not only – she's managed to create this wonderful sense of pride in being a property manager around here in Perth. She's built this wonderful community of property managers. But then as a result of her expertise status building in that community, she's created content that's allowed her to happen upon a whole other industry for herself. She's what's now known as a property profiler. So yeah. different to a buyer's agent. She will help you as the investor work out whether or not the rental property you're looking at is going to yield you anything. She's going to tell you whether or not a renter is going to want that property and how much they're going to be prepared to pay for it and what you need to do to it to make it rentable. I think we compared it to CSI property, didn't we? Yeah. Boom, boom, like this <laughs> so sort of – she's yeah. just that profiler looking into it. And I think oh, what's really cool, and you can always tell when you're talking to another podcaster – how yeah. their confidence and the way they communicate, it's a, it's a different thing. Yeah, and she's done the work with the podcast, hasn't she? She she's has. She's done that for a long time. And I do recall when we were talking is that, 
that was the very first time I'd actually met Ashley. Uh, that had come into the room into the for the podcast, but I felt like I already knew her. Yeah, and I think that was also part of your training with her, with the way that she does her videos mm. um, across all of her platforms. I've been watching them from a distance and from afar, and I'm not even that interested in property management, to be brutally honest. But she's got a way about her that um, you know brings you into it, and yeah. and it's just simple content. That And it can be done on the street. It can be done anywhere. She just does it so well. Yeah, you'll look at Ashley's content if you look up Ashley Goodchild on LinkedIn. You might be fooled into thinking that she just is off the cuff and delivers it without much uh, pre-planning or thought. That's not the case. She looks supernatural. It looks like she's just kind of rattled it off and riffed. But she is really carefully planning how she starts every piece of content so that you actually want to hang around and watch. And that's an art form, my friend, and that's worth learning. She's done well with that. It certainly is. Now, we've had a few lawyers over the year, and mm. I just want to bring in three particular ones. The, uh, Alex Martin just recently. Uh, we had uh, Catherine Leach from Leach Legal, mm-hmm. and we also had Stephen Brown yes. from Lynn and Brown. And I, I, I'm i not meaning to put all three lawyers in the one basket here. Because well, one lawyer is the same as the next? No, they're not. They're all very <laughs> different individuals. But what I did notice, I mean, from a legal and also, too, from a, an, an industry perspective, mm. lawyers today this year – I notice are up and about. They're yeah. really doing. They've realised that they just can't sit behind the desk. They can't hit. You know, be, stay in the courtroom. Uh, they've got to get themselves out there. Yeah, to establish a point of difference too. You know, yeah. a, a reason for us to trust in them and therefore pay extra for their expertise. You know, you want that person who's got that added edge or niche to help deal with what it is you're going through. Take Catherine Leach, for example. You know, she really knows the stuff around the family court matters. Yeah. And and if you want someone who's been there, done that, uh, bought the T-shirt on this thing, then you're going to get it with Catherine Leach, aren't you? Yeah, you definitely are. And, and then you, you go down to um, uh, Mr. Brown where he was just uh, that generalist type style lawyer mm. that gets it. Yeah. He actually is sort of with his approach, with the responsibility that he has for his law firm, that he goes, right, I'm I'm here responsible for telling our firm's story mm-hmm. and I need to be connecting and communicating with the media and giving our position because that's different to an ad. It's different to another way that you're going to hear what mm. we do. And that also goes for Alex Martin. Again, another great one where, um, you know, got his first Sky News appearance on and uh, really connected beautifully with the host of the time and made it, made it, he just owned it. Yeah, he really knows how to articulate in the way that the audience of the media he happens to be on need to hear from him. Yep. So if you want insights around that, I definitely recommend you listen to that one. So we, we we are running a little bit out of time. We've got about we've got about four or five minutes left mm. there, Carms, and and it's yeah. we're going to do an injustice to the very people that we don't mention on this. It's podcast. a good point if we'd go too so far. I <laughs> don't want to go. Look, I I, I just want to keep raising a few names and just throwing them at you because yeah. they were really good. And I, I David Tasker was one that I felt from a public relations perspective we don't normally hear from a lot of professional communicators, and mm. David did just an amazing job. I, I I've known David for a long time, but I think he was really open with us to, on that day. And yeah. he gave – here's a tip. Go back and listen to David Tasker because he gives so many nuggets of gold. Doesn't he? For uh, small business, medium-sized businesses and just finding another way 
to get your story told. Yeah, you're quite right. It was like a little mini meet the media in that moment, wasn't it? He gave those insights. Says this will get you the story run if you do this, this, and this. From a PR professional Mm -hmm. telling us and telling you how you can do this, it was like we were getting it from the media. But he's just had that vast amount of experience that can find angles and new ways to do it. Yeah, if you want to hear another story from an investor relations point of view, then Amali Shrews interview from White Noise Communications, I think, was very valuable. To Let have me a see if I can get a well. name right. Yeah, Amalia Shrews. No, Amali. Amali Shrews. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've, yeah, I'm still yeah. butchering yeah. it. Yeah, and it's all right. I had to learn it myself. She was very good. And, yes. And also, too, the fact that uh, I love the story that didn't have a website for the first four no. years of business. Yeah. You know, how because how does any business not have a website? Because she's out there just doing it for all of her clients, getting that really great runs on the board business-wise. Yeah. She's had a similar re- uh, realisation to someone like Nick Jamison of Dark Horse Agency we had on a few weeks ago who pointed out, hey, I've been so busy building up my business, now yeah. I realise it's time for me to get out there. So how many of us out there listening right now are guilty of that? Oh, yeah. How many are guilty? Maybe not me. I'm probably one of the exceptions to well, no, yeah, yeah, but again, you, but you, your professional development that you spend on your own time to mm. develop and build you as well is very impressive. I don't think enough of us actually sit down. We're too busy working in our business yeah. and not on it. And yeah. I, I hear that term a lot, but you know, I, I love the fact you're right. Nick, Nick Jamison is you know spending a bit of time now selling her story and telling her agency's story because it's all one thing to be telling the stories of your clients and let those referrals come through, let them be a a case study of good example of what you can do. But you need to be, you really need to be responsible for your own business and telling the story. Yeah, you're the person of influence who will influence the buying decision of your perfect client. It's not your shiny brand anymore. In Nick's case, it's not Dark Horse. In Amali's case, it is not White Noise Communications. It is you, the person. And you're already doing it. If you're making the phone calls... If you're acting like a boomer like Nick and making sure you're on the phone all the time. <laughs> no, I, I know that the best deals come when is when I when I leave the house, when yep. I pick up the phone, when I actually talk to real people, magic happens. You've got to do that. Relationship, stuff. relationship, yep. relationship. But we're just gonna translate that to media appearances and your own content in order to grow that brand. Can we get Sharon Box a mention in this too? Oh, she was a legend. Yeah. yeah. So this this ability to read people's behaviour and, and interpret that. And she did it with you and I. I know, weird. It was weird and I was – I tell you what, I haven't been uncomfortable for <laughs> the years that I've done podcasting until yeah. she, you, you – you, I think you were – you actually teamed up on me on that one because I didn't know any. This wasn't in the show notes, <laughs> and you gave and she started analysing my, my performance, and I went, oh, I felt very uncomfortable. Look, honestly, when you know someone is a behavioralist, you sit there with them. I've been for coffee with Sharon, and the whole time you're like, Does she believe me? Can she yeah. tell that maybe I'm telling a slight porky pie here? You know, you really do lay it all down and just share candidly because you know that they're kind of analysing you. But what you learn is the technique that she uses yeah. and the insights that she had. And again, newsjacking, she had great ah. opportunity during the federal election Sure, because media do want those funny, interesting, quirky stories where they go, hey, Albo's not telling the truth there. Now, I want to raise one our one of our LinkedIn experts, Sue Parker, which was oh, – yeah. now, look, <laughs> I, I've known Sue for a long time and I know she'll be listening to this, but Sue, normally you have to put a, a, a dump button on <laughs> if you're going to be talking to Sue or, or, or recording Sue's uh, 
work and uh, she gave us very much the G-rated version, but mm. it, it was so – it was full of gold. And I think we, we sometimes forget when we're, when we're putting stuff out on LinkedIn, um, our behaviour – and and how we put it uh, and present it, it can be sometimes a little bit too much, or we can get a little bit too emotional. Or we're using different tactics mm-hmm. to raise our profile. Uh, Sue Parker just calls it how it is, yeah. And I love that with her. Um, I've loved working with her. I actually did one of her programs this year, and uh, and and brought the media stable team in, and it was really enlightening. Yeah, good because. Yep. I think what you don't realise what you're doing, um, you know, you can actually do a lot of damage to your brand. But also, too, I think you do more damage when you miss the opportunities. Yeah, well, LinkedIn is an opportunity right now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's that happening place in the social media scene in business that if you are not there, you are missing out. Same with professionals. You can be leveraging your personal brand given you have a savvy enough employer that allows you to grow your personal brand. And any employer who is still holding back the personal brand of their best people is a maniac, if you ask me. Correct. Like, your people are your best asset. Let them shine. Give them the platform to do all the things they want to do. And if you were lucky enough, they will choose to stay with you and do it under your roof. Great words. Yeah. Yep, great you know, words. Like just, just foster that environment. LinkedIn is just going bunter right now. And yeah, I learned from Sue that day too. I felt maybe at the beginning of 2022, I was lacking confidence on LinkedIn. These days I'm like, right, we are there. We are doing that. We're own commenting. It. We're engaging. We're there. We own the content. Correct. Yeah. Hey, remember we talked to Sarah Knight from the ABC? Oh, we did too. Gosh, I love Memory Lane. How cool was that? Yeah. Um, Sarah Knight's the boss of ABC Perth. Um, Was a bit of a coup to get her because we've had Nadia Mitsopoulos on the program before. We've had, you know, and looking forward to having far more ABC people on. But uh, great to get her insights because she's a former broadcaster herself. Yeah. She misses it. You can tell she misses it. She'd much prefer, I think, behind the microphone than necessarily managing. Which is conflicting when you're working in a management role to wish yeah. you were on air. Well, but, you know, we got a little bit of that out of her mm. because, of course, it's the goal. I think, you know, anyone working in media just love that microphone that's sitting here. Yeah, it, it's hard to let go of, yeah. I have to admit. You know, even though I know I don't want to do the early mornings anymore, there's still this kind of like, yeah, I'm going to always love radio. It's where I started is my thing. It's where I found my voice. And where I love what the ABC and the engagement uh, that Sarah had with you from mm. a commercial perspective versus the non-commercial, yeah. it doesn't matter. The two are almost exactly the same. Well, You've content's still content. Content's content. Audience is going, you know your own audience. Mm. You've just got to provide and you've got to still work and you're highly competitive. Oh, yeah. So anyone that thinks that the ABC is not competitive, you know, there's a reason why all the hosts still take holidays during non-rating seasons. Yeah, exactly. Because they are competitive, I can assure you. Oh, look, and from the point of view of what their (laughs) charter is, you know, the fact is they need to rate well to be doing the right thing with our taxpayer dollar. You don't want a public broadcaster that doesn't give a stuff about the quality of its content. So more power to them. Absolutely. Look, we've got we're running out of time. I just want to go Carla and Cal from the C Word podcast. That was very early on. Trevor Cochran, your boss yeah, on from TV. Guru Productions. How good was that? I, yeah. I love that insight. And I tell you what, I, I know that he's a TV guy. 
But gee, he's got the golden tonsils for for, <laughs> for radio. Well, another one who's done the radio rounds as well. Uh, yeah. I, I still think he's got much more future there. Yeah, well, the things you don't realise about, you know, the garden gurus, if you're familiar with that brand and you've seen it on TV, they've been around 20 years, yeah. you know, and I really do take my hat off to anybody who can make television viable in this day and age. Like, if you're the one making the content, it is bloody hard to make it a business. I love talking to Danielle Jaja. She's the the specialist in the property. Phil Sylvester, my colleague over in Sydney. He's a he, nice bloke, isn't he? He's old school. He's Good old school him. media. If you want boomer there, there is your <laughs> boomer. Um, uh, uh, he was a ripper. Cassie Silver, remember Cassie? Yeah. Uh, coming in, doing some amazing things with her company. Dave Clare, oh, purpose, everything around purpose for that guy. I, I learned a lot. He got me a little uncomfortable and I've worked with him in the past. Uh, yeah, he's purpose- a dynamic uh, personality when it comes to business coaching, isn't he? He's, he's got the Canadian accent, so he's a little bit quirky, he's a little bit fun from the media point of view. If you want that bit of personality, then you're going to get it with Dave. We've got your mate Mia Fileman from yes. uh, from the NT. She was great, great insights Marketing there. Marketing person. Kerry yes. Berman. Oh, my. That was her very first podcast, I think. She yeah. did fantastic. Perth Property Hub is Kerry's passion project. She just wants us to have access to information when it comes to this booming property market we're in right now. Yeah, and I'm sorry if we've missed anyone because you know what, the the, the whole series this, this year has been fantastic. Golden gold. And, uh, and been brilliant. Bev Ligman, <laughs> Bev, you were great too. Di Wilcox, oh my God, amazing. And uh, oh God, how can we forget your state of social with Meg Coffee and Mike yes, Drysdale? that too. Heidi Anderson was a guest. Did we mention oh, Heidi? Oh, Heidi. How did Heidi, how did we miss out on Heidi? And what about Nadia Owen? Oh, Nadia oh, Owen as well. Laura Grierson. All of the great, great guests. Stop talking names. Can I just say a few moments here? Because I think um, since we've, I've, uh, invited you onto the podcast. You've made this podcast your own. You're you're one of the most brilliant podcast. Oh, sorry, broadcasters. Uh, I've ever worked with. Oh, wow. And you've made – no, look, you make me sound good. Uh, <laughs> and and that's a very tough job to actually do. But I have thoroughly love working with you over oh, 2022. You. Um, 2023 is going to be no different. So we're going to make this work and, and make it uh, happen. So, um, no, I've loved it. And uh, you, you definitely have raised the bar for where the Experts podcast has gone. And uh, we hear that not just through the listeners, listenership is through the roof now, um, but also too from the feedback we get from people that have learned something or have discovered uh, another way to do it. And that's all we're really doing here, isn't it? There's a bit of banter oh. around what media looks like, how you can demystify it as we talk about the, yeah. the inner machinations of, uh, of the media uh, cycle. It's, uh, it's gold. Yeah, absolutely. No, thanks. Ditto, Nick. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a, a fun way for me to keep tabs on what's going on in the media. Like I said, I even learnt a thing or two attending Meet the Media a few weeks back in Sydney and Melbourne. They're pretty incredible events and it's good to be a part of. Well, thank you. And thank you, the listener. Thank you for taking some time. There's some really good uh, podcasts over the last 12 months that we've produced. And uh, go back and have a little listen. Uh, it's a long summer. Uh, there'll be great opportunities while you're on the beach, while you're out in the park or going for a run or a walk. Yeah, uh, if you listen, send us a little voice note in the DMs, won't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Send them to Calms because I don't get them. Uh, you, you, you will get them. <laughs> if the person using them knows how... You just hit play, okay? Just hit play. Give it a go, Boomer. All right. (laughs) 
Thanks, Gen X, Gen Y. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, listener, for the for, for, for put, letting us come into your ears each week. Uh, we, we don't take it for granted, and we love that opportunity to do that. Uh, uh, we're not signing off completely for the year yet, but um, there will be a bit of a summer special. But, uh, again, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to having your company when we speak to another expert or another media next week. Have Ta-da. a good one. You've been listening to The Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.